Welcome back, everybody. Ula and I are super excited to dive into what is trending right now. And Ula, what do we have that's trending besides more news about the Kardashians or J-Lo and Ben Affleck getting back together? What else do we have trending in our world? Oh, there is so many new things happening, trending right now. Better feelings. How about that? Better feelings. Tell me more. (laughs) So today's episode trending right now is going to be all about how you can be trending more on that better feeling end of the spectrum of emotions rather than trending on that yucky stuff that we talked about last week. Mm, I love it. So this is now almost like step two of getting out of those dark and stormy nights that have shaped too much of your life experience and starting to stay more often in that better feeling state. So mm-hmm. quick recap, you guys, and if, if you get if you're joining us for the first time today, didn't catch last week's episode, we highly recommend you go back to that because this is somewhat of a continuation. But if you find that you are constantly in these patterns of negative experiences, whether you feel things are that dark and stormy cloud is hanging over your head, or you are constantly in that space internally of being in that dark and stormy reality where you're beating yourself up all the time, you're always afraid that something's going to get fucked up, that you're going to do something wrong. Even if outwardly you are kicking ass, you are high performer, you are an executive, whatever it is, right? This is about your internal experience. We talked last episode about how you can start to catch yourself, that you are stepping into the storm, And how to gently start to get out of it by regulating your nervous system through the Reset Remedy. And now today, we're going to dive into how you expand beyond there so that these dark and stormy nights no longer are frequent. And when they do come, you can move through them a lot more easily. Right. So you you can get back into that sunlight faster. And more often. Mm-hmm. All right. So take it away, honey. All right. So we last week we talked about the reset remedy. And uh, we recommend that every turn you get, you're going to hear us talk about reset remedy. Because as Gladys said last week, even when nothing is wrong, we still do that. Because once you start catching yourself... Um, faster and faster and more often, it it's a really good exercise to go to and relax your um, nervous system. But this week, I also want to add a little meditation in there because when you 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 get to the point of where your nervous system is more relaxed more often, I want you to start thinking that okay, I want to stay in this space. I want this to be the trending space that I am, that I am not trending in those horrific news that I'm watching every night. First of all, don't watch the goddamn news. <laughs> it's it's going to make you feel awful. I promise it will. If you have to watch the news, turn the sound off. 
that helps tremendously too. <laughs> and just put on subtitles because the it's it's the news are very very sensationalized. So <laughs> turn the music off and you don't hear it. So once you start catching yourself more often and you start being in more relaxed space, add a meditation in there first thing in the morning. I think you mentioned this on one of our Instagram posts. Was it Instagram post that you mentioned what we do in the mornings? We yeah. go pee. Yes. Gotta pee first when you wake up because you don't want to do meditation when you have to pee. <laughs> Then you'll just focus on, on, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. Um, so you go pee and do not pick up your phone. That's basically the same thing as watching the news. Do not pick up your phone first thing in the morning. Give yourself a moment to stay in that because when you first wake up, you're energetically in the really, really good place. And if you want to keep that going throughout the day, do a little meditation. Mm -hmm. So this is a practice, right? We're, we're talking about how to trend on the better feeling side of life by developing a, a practice that you can go to every day and that builds mm -hmm. upon the reset remedy, which you can use at any moment. But now we're talking about how do you even start trending towards that better feeling state the minute that you regain consciousness in the morning. So talk us through, Ula, what, what that meditation can look like. And, and I, I can already feel that part of me that's like anti-meditation being like, all right, what's this going to look like? <laughs> <laughs> well, that I, I love it. I love that Gladys has been so anti-meditation. And now what does she do? She meditates. Uh, <laughs> every, like, yeah, every day. So because it's it's just it just feels so good, doesn't it? Now, I'm not there yet. I'm not at the it feels so good. Like Ula thinks meditation is bliss. I'm not there yes. yet, but I do it every day because <laughs> I decided. And we touched upon this last week, right? Get clear if you are ready right. to change your patterns. Mm -hmm. yeah. I was ready because I knew that I had spent enough years defaulting back to the same patterns that just don't feel good anymore. That was it. That was my motivation. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like I hit rock bottom or anything bad happened. I just was kind of over it. I was tired of repeating the same stories. I was tired of feeling like shit internally, even though externally no one would know. So this is really about you getting clear that you want to trend in a different direction in your life. Yeah. And then this meditation in the morning doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to take you oh, to, no. you know, the clouds like uh -uh. immediately, no. but rather what I'm finding that helps is it's just a moment to practice quieting the mind chatter in yeah. the morning. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's exactly what meditation is. It is letting go of that thought process in your head. That's it. It, it It's not going to be some big explosions and, and, and fireworks going off. And all of a sudden you're in this blissful pl um, place the entire time of meditation, that's not going to happen. It still doesn't happen for me. I don't think I've ever seen fireworks, by the way. Well, I would <laughs> so. hope not. That doesn't sound very meditative. It sounds loud and scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
but to me it is it is pure bliss and i promise you you can get there too and gladys is gonna get there too because you kind of get the into this place of weightlessness mm. and when you feel weightless in your mind what does that feel like honey it it feels like bliss because and that is your true connection to the source to your soul that mm. weightless weightless floaty feeling of bliss Wow. T tell us more. I mean, really paint that picture as, as vividly as you can for those of us that don't know what our soul feels like. We don't know what this connection to our source is. I think with, a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned um, things like when you start laughing hysterically for no reason, there's that joy just burst through your body. It is basically the same feeling without you actually laughing out loud. It's just that very light, buoyant, kind of tingly feeling. And I think that was one of the first things um, for me after coming back to my, my physical body. Uh, wait, wait, was, wait, time out. What does that mean, coming yes. back to my physical body? What okay. happened? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, if you're listening to this, <laughs> listening to this for the first time, Go back to episode one on season one so you know the whole story. But basically, I have been through a near-death experience. A.K.A. she died for real yes. for 20 minutes yeah. and came back right. to life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's it. So when I came back to my physical body and I started doing these meditations really, really regularly. And <laughs> I love that Gladys laughing at me still. Um, <laughs> so one of the first things that I physically experienced because I was still <laughs> so insanely connected <laughs> is, was this tingly feeling. Have you ever experienced, not, not necessarily in meditation, but have you ever felt tingly? in your body? Like when you're happy, when you're excited about something, have you felt tingly? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And the tingliness, um, it might be like what people call goosebumps, like, oh my God, I have chills yes. right now or goosebumps. Yep. Yep. But I also noticed the tingly feeling that you're talking about mm -hmm. in my brain. I've, I've yes. had a few moments where I've experienced yes. that in meditation. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that is your true connection to your soul, to your source. It's like your brain is getting a massage. So honey, our true connection to source, to, to our spirit, aren't we source and spirit always? Yes, we are. So Only part of you is in this physical body. So then when you say we feel that connection to our source, does that explain that more? Do we block it off on a daily basis? Yes. No, that's, no. <laughs> like, like, do we, are we, is there a version of us that's existing outside of who we are right now as a human? It's not, it's not really outside because we are all connected. So it's not. 
really outside you. It's an extension of you. Ooh. I like to use, mm-hmm. Go for it. And I, yeah, I, I like to use trees as an example. Let's say that the tree trunk and, and the big limbs, that is the source, the, the, the eternal soul, the infinite being. And we are the leaves. We are the physical points of this big eternal energy. And yet, yeah, we are, we are the same, but we are just a little extension of it. Oh, honey, I love that we're unpacking this. And um, I'm going to, I'm making a mental note to continue to press you on these moments where you just uh, glide by things that for the rest of us are like profound. Uh, <laughs> and oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I died or whatever, you know, and I just tap back into source and it feels tingling in my brain. It's amazing. And we're like, uh, what does that feel like? What are you talking about? So, honey, what came up, and I love the way that you explain that, is also if you envision like a leaf, right, or even go outside, this would be a beautiful exercise, is go outside and find a tree and look at the leaf itself and the imprints on the leaves. You're going to see all these little veins, and the veins go into the the leaf part that then connects to the branch, and those veins continue into the heart of the tree. Yeah. So when we go through life, it's not that we're separate from our source, but that when we go through life experiences as humans, we can unintentionally clog up those veins and those, and and it's just pure energy clog up. And this can be loss. This can be trauma. This can be negative thought patterns that you can default to. It can be physical illness. It can be so many things that just clog up the veins. And it doesn't mean that you're disconnected, but rather your ability to feel that direct flow into the heartbeat uh, might not be as vivid or as palpable. And so what we're talking about is clearing out the gunk so that when you feel, when you focus on the heartbeat of your being, you feel it profoundly and the blood surges to you and back effortlessly. Yes. I love that. I love that. Me too. Cause it, it, it just all of a sudden clicked in a different way. So going back to meditation, if any of you have found that meditation is very difficult, um, or you're anti-meditation, like I was for so long, um, don't, I, I suggest just giving up what meditation means. Like the, you know, everybody thinks that it's this enlightened space and it is, I get it, but just give up what you definitions you have about it and rather see it as an opportunity for you to clear out the gunk to your heartbeat. And as you practice this, it's just you getting the mind chatter to stop, getting your nervous system to stay in a relaxed state of being, and you being able to allow the flow of energy. That's all that's happening. And, and Ula, from there, what, what, gets, what gets to happen when we are able to accomplish that? You start to trend in the direction where you want to be it you start trending in in more positive space more 
accelerated space, you get to experience life as it was meant to be experienced because it's, it's kind of like a car. If you don't take care of it, it's not going to go very far. Same thing with, with your physical self. And I think a good example here again is, is people grow up thinking that there has to be some sort of physical decline and and it it's it has to happen to everybody because that's how we think that it needs to be and you start that physical decline pretty early you mean aging mhm okay like not i mean we age there's no you can't get around aging like getting older there's you, you can't cuz the time goes forward it doesn't go back but the physical decline it doesn't have to happen and I always, I always tell people that I am 23 years old. I am not like in, in chronological age. I am definitely not 23. Uh, my 16-year-old definitely doesn't believe that. And <laughs> so, but I physically feel like I felt when I was 23. And I truly, truly believe that I'm not going to experience a physical aging I am not going to experience physical decline because in my reality, that's not true. It's, it's not true. It's not true to anybody, but most of us learn that that is the case and that's how, that's what happens. And then you die. Well, to me, it's going to be happy, healthy, happy, healthy, happy, healthy, dead. And so you can even change that in your thinking. But start with that heartbeat first. You have to start with that heartbeat first. Okay. Clearing out the gunk. Okay. So you can get to the point where you build, truly believe that you don't have to have physical decline. You don't. Okay. I, I, I'm pausing. Because <laughs> I think you ran like a five, five mile race and, and I lost you at block one. <laughs> But now it's coming back. Okay, so so what what you just laid out for us is through a simple practice of clearing out that energetic gunk every morning through a meditative practice, mm-hmm. practicing the reset remedy, right? Starting to catch yourself in that mind chatter, the perseverative thinking, the conversations with people that haven't even happened yet, all that shit that just ends up leaving you in that dark and stormy night space to trend over to a better feeling life. Okay. Mm -hmm. That this, this is how far we can take it. When you start to really develop this practice as a way of being, and you're catching yourself more frequently, you're minimizing the length of those storms. You're moving through the ups and downs of life more fluidly. And you're experiencing that direct connection to the heartbeat of you, of your source you can then have so much impact on your life to the degree that you cannot experience physical decline if that's what you don't want to experience. Is that a good sum up? Okay. That is a very good sum up. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's how fucking powerful this is, you guys. This is yeah. what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So trending right now, what's trending right now? It's the rest of your fucking life. How do you want that right. to go? 
Do you yeah, want the you rest will. of your life to trend towards just Yeah, like it's it's you don't have to worry about what's in the past. You don't if, even have to worry about what you thought about five minutes ago because it's all about now. Mm-hmm. How are you trending? right now. Don't worry about how you're going to trend tomorrow. Don't worry about how you're going to trend next week. How are you going to trend right now? Because right now is the most powerful and actually the only moment that you have. And when you start trending in a better feeling space now, tomorrow you're going to be trending even in a better feeling space. And it just builds on just like all the gunk that you put in your system. It was build up. It didn't get there in a matter of day or, or even a year. It took decades to get there. So, but the, the beautiful thing about this, this gunk is that you can clear it out very quickly by starting to trend in a better feeling place now. Mm-hmm. And If you know that you've got some experiences or situations that don't feel resolved, um, that did happen in the past. Maybe it happened five minutes ago, five years ago. It doesn't matter. This might be difficult for you because you might feel like, yeah, but it's not resolved. I have to work it out. I I didn't get what I wanted. And, And so you end up working with that energy of the past. And this is something really profound, you guys, for me was also when I realized that I was working with energy of the past by rehashing situations, whether it was in my mind or even as a therapist, you guys. Okay. I mean, I, I went to graduate school, you know, got out, spent over a hundred thousand dollars in a loan to learn how to work with past energy. Because anybody that comes to therapy isn't coming to therapy to look at future, right? And to focus on future or now. They want to talk about what happened in the past that they're having a hard time letting go of, getting closure around. And that that space of working with past energy brings its own energetic experience to it. And I got to a point where I realized, and I, and I remember very clearly a couple of years ago, I, I left therapy several years ago. Um, but even in my work in my own business, I was often working with people's past energies and doing cleanup. What I realized is that keeps me in the past also. And I don't want to do that anymore. I want to create for the sake of creation. I don't want to fix problems. Because fixing problems is all about what already happened. It's done. So the alternative, you guys, it's not, this isn't to negate therapy. It's not to say that um, looking at how to release yourself from the grips of what has happened to you in the past is that, 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 that there's not value in that. It's really important. But just as importantly is your energy around it. Because if you're focused on staying in the past because you felt an injustice happened to you or you didn't feel seen or heard or validated, then you're just missing a chance to trend to a better life. But if you approach the past with a desire to clean it up so that you can clear out the gunk and move forward lighter and clearer, that's a very different energetic space to be mm-hmm. in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 
And I think I can, from, from my own experience from, you know, this past year, I can see how a lot of people, if they went through what I went through, would be in therapy for years if they had the traditional way of looking at things. But like you said, there's an alternative. There's a different way of bringing the energy in and it doesn't take away, again, your feelings. It doesn't take away what happened to you. Yes, you are justified to feel the way you felt on the moment or the way you still feel about this. You are justified, but you don't have to keep dragging it into the future. Mm-hmm. You are also allowed to leave it and see it in a different light. Yeah. And for anybody that wants to dive into this, into how to go about doing this, maybe you're thinking about a relationship that went sour or a loss that you had that feels incomplete. Um, maybe even it, a transition or a change that you went through that you just want to do some cleanup around. I strongly recommend checking out the Good Goodbye Ritual, which you'll find a link for it in the show notes, because this is me taking you through the Good Goodbye approach in a very simple way that guides you through each of the five pillars of the Good Goodbye approach, which is acceptance, understanding, gratitude, forgiveness, and then ritualizing the process of saying goodbye. And what it does for you is it gives you an energetic cleanse and release from your grip on that situation relationship that feels like it's keeping you stuck in the past. And this is something I think the total amount of time, um, just going through my my teachings, they're, they're about five to six minutes each, and there's six of them total. Three hours of your time to really allow yourself to indulge in this. Mm-hmm. I now practice a good goodbye approach. I mean, I can do a good goodbye ritual, you know, like in five minutes. It's just because it's so ingrained in how I move through my life. But for all of you to really allow yourself um, a part of a day to indulge in this beautiful experience of release, it's it's worth it. And you will get to then practice what I share with you in the good goodbye ritual on a regular basis, especially in the moments when nothing is wrong. Yes. And that is also very important to point out that especially on the moments when nothing is wrong, because it is so easy to slip back to the dark and stormy nights. And then you're definitely not trending where you want to be. It's, mm-hmm. it's, I think we mentioned last week too, that the work never ends. But, you know, it's and it's not it's not work in the sense of, oh, my God, I got to dig holes on the ground. No, it's it's it feels light and you want to do it once you get into the practice of it. You really want to do it because you start feeling those little uh, in the in in your uh, emotional system. And you're like, you know what? I don't want to feel like this. Let me do this real quick so I can trend in the better place. You know what this reminds me of, honey, Um, because I've experienced this pretty profoundly this past year also, um, where I would get stuck in rehashing stuff and staying in that past energy. And, and I identified with, I over identified with it so much. And then, uh, as I shared earlier, I just got tired. I got tired of my own stories. It's really it. So I didn't want to change. I didn't want to change previously the stories because I was still getting something from them and, and that's okay. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Right? And you've reminded me of that, a lot of that. Like, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. We, we get mm-hmm. something out of everything. Everything is intentional and purposeful. And when I got tired of it and started to practice the, a lot of the strategies that we're sharing with all of you in our podcast, right? Just catching myself when I was doing that self-talk, practicing the reset remedy. When I started to take on meditation, um, practicing again, the negative self-talk and beating myself up. I'm not doing it right. Where are the tingles that Ula talks about? I don't like meditation. This is stupid. I want to go on and get my coffee, right? Just staying gentle with myself through that process, process and then also celebrating my wins, as small as they are giving myself those gold stars. And this is something that is just hugely important to do that most people will not incorporate. But this yeah. makes it easier for you to then keep catching yourself, keep giving yourself gold stars because now your inner being, the part of you that's so used to getting beat up all the time is now feeling relief and it's excitement. Like, Oh, we, we, we can keep catching ourselves. And there's been a turning point for me, sweetie. Um, I don't know if I've articulated this to you, but I noticed it in the past handful of months where I can catch myself a lot more quickly when I start to go defaulting back to old patterns, old stories. And it happens regularly. Like even in today, this morning, I got up and uh, my mind was getting ready to do its mental chatter thing. And I was looking outside and I'm watching the sunrise and I'm like, yeah, okay. And I let myself indulge in a little bit of mental chatter before I meditated because it's so familiar. It's kind mm-hmm. of like your, your security blanket, which sounds really oh, weird, but it is right. Yeah, it is. And then when I did my meditation, I was gentle with myself. If my mind chatter seemed louder than normal, because I had allowed mental chatter to start my day. So all of that then got recalibrated when I did my gratitude Mm -hmm. practice. So that's another thing we want to leave you guys with is in the morning. And if you're not following us on Instagram, uh, go on Instagram if you're an Instagram user and follow us there at timeout with Gladys and Ula, because this is where we also share other practices and other great tips for you. But our morning practice there talks about um, keeping a gratitude journal. And after you do your meditation, doing an entry of everything that you're grateful for. And that softens immediately, honey, Mm -hmm. like softens me into my day. And it's like a quick little reset, even if I'm still not quite where I want to be yet. Yeah. And important thing when you're doing the gratitude journal is to actually feel gratitude towards those things. Don't just write things just because, yeah, I need to be grateful for my house and my kids and all that. If you're in the space of, okay, whatever, 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 that's not really setting the intention of gratitude. So be mindful of that too, that catch yourself there too and give yourself a gold star. Like yeah. I didn't even feel gratitude for that. Actually, let me go back and actually feel the gratitude and then I'll write it down. And it doesn't have to be, you know, 100 things or 30 things. It can be one or two. If that's all you have today, it's enough. If you can mm. find things to be grateful, it's enough. I love that, honey. And it's okay if you're grateful for the same thing every single day. Absolutely. Yeah. Love bug is my constant. Every day, I give Mm -hmm. so much gratitude and thanks for her and my life. And you guys, with practice, what you will experience one day is the, oh my God, I actually can choose 
how I trend and how my life goes mm-hmm. with quick shifts that are actually kind of easy, mostly easy. Yeah. And then you'll stop and be like, is it really this simple? And that's when Ula and I will turn to you and say, hell yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is that simple and it is that easy. It's stupid, easy fun, people. It's stupid, easy fun. And that's what we want to leave you with today. Let's trend towards a stupid, easy fun in our lives, knowing that dark stormy nights will come and go, but we don't need to hang out in them and drown in them just because that's what we were used to in the past. 